the systems go. All right, so uh, happy Tuesday to you guys. We are rolling almost the middle of the week, and uh, we hope everybody's doing fantastic today. I'm your host, Damian. Welcome to the Parlay. And many of you uh, that are joining in know the flow, know how we roll, and we definitely appreciate you being here as well. Um, just a couple of um, housekeeping uh, here as well. Uh, if you are not following us, uh, please do so. Parlayallday.com. I know V is going to drop that into the chat. Um, and also be sure to be on our mailing list uh, at parlayallday.com. That'll link you to our the Parlay podcast as well as the Parlay, which we do every Tuesday as well. Want to make sure your responses are clean and professional. Um, and for everyone who attends the, the Parlay, we do consider you a member of the Parlay network. So if you just join once a month, twice a month, whatever the case may be. So we're going to have some fun tonight. I'm excited about this one. I am excited. Um, the topic is pursuing versus execution. And um, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and kind of start this off here. So um, this topic, I thought about this topic and, and, and I thought it would be great for the parlay. So we always talk about, you know, I, I have a lot of friends that are like, oh, I've been pursuing my degree for eight years. I'm like, whoa, okay, eight years. Well, when are you gonna execute and actually push forward to getting your degree? Or um, you hear of a lot of individuals that are, Oh well, I'm pursuing. I'm dating this 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 female, and we've been dating for about five years. When are you going to execute and really push that to the next level by getting married, getting on one knee, uh, whatever the case may be? So um, this is going to be kind of like a great free form. I want to hear out there um, others as far as their experiences on pursuing versus execution. Um, one, one thing I, I just want to say is when I was back in the day, uh, back in, man, early 2000s, um, you know, I had delayed on going to college because I was doing some acting and um, work on, on some TV shows. And, you know, my father was like, hey, son, you know, um, you should go right to college right out of after you graduate high school. And I was like, nah, I want to take off and, and kind of go the execute, you know, the uh, entertainment route. And so I did that. And when I did that, it was something that I chose to do. But by doing that, it, you know, I, I kind of felt like I was behind the eight ball, um, three years behind. And then when I did go to college, I knocked it out. You know, I felt like I was behind. So I went to summer school, knocked stuff out. Um, and finished very quickly. Um, but I had a, you know, my grandfather at the time uh, who was alive, he's passed away now. Um, he passed away at 95 years old. He told me, he said, hey, Moose, he called me Moose. He said, I just want to see you graduate before I, I leave this earth. And that was my push to really being able to like, okay, I need to get this done. So that's when I, I turned everything in high gear and really start to execute my plan finishing college but parlay what are your what are your thoughts on this go ahead and uh, once again if you want to raise your hand hit the reactions button um and let's, let's uh, go from there 
Tony Bodie, Tony Bodie. What's your what are your thoughts uh, on pursuing versus execution? I was just I was just looking through our little viewfinder and looking at all the beautiful people on here. And I, I was mentioning earlier that it's ladies' night, but Robert just joined us. So welcome. Robert. <laughs> so this is this is gonna be healthy because um, you know, uh I'm a mama's boy. Uh, when I when I'm dating the you know the girl becomes a dominant um, suggestion in my life, and I have a high respect for um, for women. There's just something about the attention to detail, and I'm going to generalize, and I'm not going to you know obviously I understand there's exceptions to all rules, but I have found in my life in my 53 years of living there's an attention to detail that women tend to have versus men, and I'm not saying all, but just for this topic that they're able to recognize my flaw, my shortcomings and my character defects and let me know. And then if I'm willing to listen with an open mind, I tend to advance and move forward in my execution of life versus my wandering and pursuing and just enjoying the moment and kind of fulfilling our um, instant needs, instant gratification. So, I think that we're heavy, heavily dominated with women on this um, this panel today. I think it's going to be really interesting to see their take on um, the way we listen to advice. Do we listen to our parents differently than we listen to our peers or our children or our friends or our enemies? And so I'd like to just add that to this mix of pursuing versus execution, because I only do things when I'm pushed. Yeah. or if I'm trying to impress somebody, or if I'm, but I, I don't really do it for myself. And I never have, I've never really been self-motivated as far as I want this so I can have it for me. I do it for you. So yeah. if I just open up the, the, the discussion a little bit wider. I like that, I like that. Thank you, Tony, for dropping that in. Others, others, uh, we got a lot of females on the parlay tonight right now. Um, so females, uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? Don't be shy. Don't be shy, everyone. Donna, Donna, talk to us about uh, pursuing versus execution. Well, how do you how do you know when it's when it's when, when it's too like the time is up for pursuing and you got to push forward and take that first step? Well, I think it's on an individual basis for one, and but I think there does come a time when you kind of put the pedal to the metal. You gotta either say say shit or get off the pot. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. You gotta do something and you gotta make a move. But I say whatever you do, do it wisely. Make a you know uh, a, a, a something that you thought it thought it out and have a plan of action. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Thank you, Donna. <laughs> Robert, I see you. Doing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Donna. Go ahead, Robert. Doing um. I like the subject matter because I mean, pursuing is like the first step of anything. You gotta kinda, it's like the pre-step of, of execution, right? You gotta have, pursuing means there's a passion of some sort there. You're gonna pursue something. But too many times people pursue things and they don't execute. And then that's the unfortunate thing because if you don't execute on something you're pursuing in your passion, it's like one of the worst misnomers to do in life because you just never completed to see how great you could have been on anything. So we know it's an unknown, unseen outcome that yep. you were the reason why it may not have happened because you didn't execute. So I think execution is key. Um, 
and, and at least when you execute whatever it is, whether it's great or not, you can at least put that in your back pocket to say, I closed, I closed on my execution. It, 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 the outcome was what it was, but at least I got history of closing things I opened and, and, and closed, opposed yeah. to all these open, unexecuted things. Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing that's big. Thank you, Robert, for that, man. You know, one thing I, I remember when I was in college and, and, you know, speaking to individuals that are going to be hearing this and listening to this parlay, um, there were many individuals. I, I graduated from Riverside Community College, got my Associates of Science degree, and then I transferred to uh, Cal State Fullerton. When I transferred in as a junior, um, I was so focused to, okay, they were trying to get me to to be uh, to pledge, and I was like, nah, nah, I'm focused right now. I'm focused. I have to finish because I knew I had a goal to finish college, not be distracted um, before my grandfather passed. Um, and so it was to the point to where I focused and put all my efforts into that. But there were many individuals that I spoke to in college that had been there. I'm like, how long have you been here? Oh, they go, oh yeah, I've been here for like six years. And I'm like, you're on the six year plan? Like, how, how have you been here for six years? And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not really focused. You know, I'm messing around and I didn't pass some classes and they never executed. And the thing is, they might still be there to this day. And I graduated in 2003. So it's to the point to where they're spending a lot of money, you know, in order to pursue, which they're not even moving and they're not even finishing. And so that that helped me to, to see that you have to start the race and you have to finish the race. And, you know, there's, there's, there's so much uh, um, benefit to finishing. Andrew, I see you raising your hand. What's going on, Andrew? Welcome to the parlay. Hey, what's going on, Damian? Shoot. I just want to say another phenomenal topic, man. You done did it again. <laughs> and pursuing versus execution. There's a word that you just mentioned right there and what you had to say that I think many folks nowadays are lacking, which is hindering them to be able to transcend into that execution phase. And that's focus. I feel like there's a, a lot of people who are not necessarily focused on what they feel like are their goals or their purpose. And therefore, lacking that focus, they are not able to go from the pursuit of that goal or pursuit of that purpose into actually executing or fulfilling that. Yep. So not just the focus, and I feel like there's another thing that I want to add to that, and that's patience as well. There's, when you pursue something, and I feel like I, um, I'll use this as an, as an example, when you're in pursuit, say, you know, let's use our profession, the insurance industry. For me in particular, when I was in pursuit of getting into the industry, I was seeking the knowledge. I was pursuing knowledge about how to be a professional adjuster. And then it came to a point where I actually needed to execute that. And the whole process of that was one, focus to, to become licensed, to obtain the knowledge, to obtain the expertise, and then the pain patience as well that's the other key point that i want to throw in that goes hand in hand with the yeah. focus because not only do i feel like you know a lot of people may be lacking focus but when you're pursuing something you know a lot of folks may not be getting the results that they feel that they're deserving of or that they're looking for 
and they give it up just like that. Right. So not just focus, but we got to be patient to be able to transcend into that execution phase. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, Andrew. I like that. Yes, sir. And I, and I got more, but I'm going to leave it open for discussion and I'm going to, uh, you know, we'll chime in some more. I, I love it, man. I love it. You know, one thing I want to drop into as well is, uh, you know, I've always heard back when I was young is that it's not about how fast you do something. It's about how persistent you are in doing it. So, for example, like, you know, my mom years ago, I, I used to have chores, you know, when I was young and she had a list of chores on Saturday. I had 20, 30, 40 things to do, you know, from vacuuming to sweeping, the mopping, the blah, 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 blah. It was a ton. And, you know, um, it, you know, being 44 years old now, it's really helped me uh, along with my wife and I, you know, to really, you know, take care of and, and, and knock out chores um, that so many probably husbands are not doing. You know, they, they feel they, you know, could be the breadwinner and, oh, no, my wife should do that and this and that. No, but it's a team effort. And so it's to the point to where when you rush to do or finish chores or you rush to do anything, guess what happens? You have to go back and redo what you rush to do. And once I learned that in life, it's like when I work, even in my professional career, I'm dotting the I's, crossing the T's. So I don't have to go back and do rework because that is a problem. But I love that, Andrew. Thank you for that drop as well. Marie, welcome to the parlay. I see yes, um, it, it just reminds me of what I do. Because, you know, of course, coming from the corporate world and moving into being an entrepreneur and a business owner, you know, you, you have to really understand where your passion is in order to understand what you're pursuing and uh, also understand how you will execute everything, right? Yeah. But um, as, as you can see, I mean, I do a lot of things, you know, and people sometimes ask me, how do you do it, Marie? I mean, you, it looks like you're doing so many things. But it's a matter of, you know, being strategic uh, in terms of how you want to work with people, because, you know, you don't want to leave um, money on the table, you know. So I try to make it to where I'm very innovative and creative at the same time, you know, uh, understanding that how much time do I have to put in into each project that I'm in and what is really the end goal of doing all of this. So uh, pursuing so many things is also something that you need to learn uh, through experience and making sure that you know how to delegate and you know, understand your relationship with each other. Um, you, know, you have to understand, is there a value on the relationship? If, if there is no value, you, know, you probably wanna rethink about pursuing that or maybe invest on the things that you really wanna develop the relationship that you wanted to have in the future. Again. Yeah understanding what your end goal, what are your, your bigger, you know, the 30,000 foot elevation of your, um, of your future. If you understand that, then you, you'll know what are the things that you want to pursue. And then executing it is really more trying to put all the pieces together. And that's where you become very strategic about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Marie. I appreciate that. You know, and, and I always, I always want, I want to throw something in the parlay. You know how I do it, parlay. I'm throwing something in the parlay. You always hear about this, uh, this saying, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. 
you know, is it is it ever, and Marie kind of touched on that right now, but is it ever a, a point to where you have too much in your pot that you're trying to pursue and you need to like cut out things in your pot so you can really focus on execution? Um, or is it ever a time limit when you need to possibly put the brakes on something and say, you know what? I've been trying to pursue this for three months. It's not working. I need to just shut this down. Or do you still continue to pursue whatever that is to get to the execution stage? When is the break there? Um, I see uh, Robert raising your hand. Go ahead, Robert, take it away. That's a good one, Damon. Um, it's almost like, when do you cut bait, right? You know, right. When, when you're fishing and it's becoming too hard to actually, you just say, man, cut bait. I think honestly, um, if you over pursue and you got way too many things you're pursuing, they got a saying, a man with 10,000 priorities has none. Because basically when you put too many things in front of you, you there's nothing that's in priority, right? So I think that um, if you're pursuing something that is very near and dear to you, that really makes a difference in your life, I think you prioritize those things highly. Um, if you're pursuing something that's trivial um, or just uh, novelty things that just make you feel good, you know, and you just want to pursue jet skiing because you've never done it versus I'm pursuing, you know, being an evangelist or something that really is dear. Um, I think you want to prioritize those based on the importance to you and obviously monetary if that's important to you. But ultimately, I do feel that if you have too many too many pursuing things, you don't get anything done right. because you stretch yourself too thin. And sometimes I feel like that with me because there's some things I pursue because I feel like I'm talented enough to do a lot, but I got to know when to say no, because yep. I'll pursue something that just intrigues me, but yeah. I gotta know I don't go halfway with anything I'm pursuing. So I just got to say no to it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's perfect, uh, Robert. And I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Um, and uh, Donna, I see you raising your hand. Go ahead, Donna. You I take, I, take um, I listen to uh, uh, Willie Nelson and his song, You Gotta Know When to Hold It, Know When to Fold It, Know When to Walk Away, and Know When to Run. Yeah. And you can't have too many irons in the fire. So that's kind of what I live by. You know, you gotta temper yeah. everything. I like it. Yeah, you got to shake and jive. You got to know, you know, yeah, exactly. I like that. Andrew, I see you raising your hand as well. Go ahead, Andrew. All right, all right. I really like uh, what, what both of those two right there had to say, Donna and Robert. And I, I want to add a little something to that. I believe that it really boils down to what is the end goal, you know, because a lot of people like to be involved and a lot of stuff, they need things constantly rotating and constantly changing around them to, to feel, you know, whatever fulfillment that they may be looking for. But now, if the end goal is success, then at that point, exactly what you said, jack of all trades, master of none. And I found myself being in that same position and when it came down to it, I had to really ask myself, you know, I'm doing so much. I have so many different things going on in my life. I'm just here for a pickup. Oh, okay. And at that point, so about for like, me to... Sorry, about like 
Okay. For me to be able to really endeavor and seek success in the things that I needed to do, I, I realized that, okay, I need to quit spreading myself so thin. And that's actually when I left that, uh, State Farm and I started, I actually, I was offered a management position with another company, which I did for a few months. We were doing great, making a lot of money. But at that point, I had to ask myself, okay, if I really want to pursue being an entrepreneur and fulfill these business uh, concepts that I have going on individually, then at that point, I need to stop spreading myself so thin, cut some strings, and focus on being successful in what it is that I want to succeed in. Like and that. that's exactly what we did, you know, not, not yeah. to get sidetracked or anything, but yeah. as it relates, you know, what is that individual's focus? And if the yeah. focus is success, then at that point, you're absolutely right. We cannot be spread so thin. You have to hone it down and focus on those key areas that right. you really want to master and be successful in. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Drew. I appreciate you on that there as well. Marie, I see you. Go ahead, Marie. Um, I agree with everyone in terms of, you know, really focusing and making sure that, you know, you narrow what, what he can really focus on and spend time on. The only thing I would say is that, you know, you, you definitely wanted to do that internally, but for, if you're dealing with people, and there's so many different types of people that go, that you're going to attract. And if you, if they defined you as one thing, then you pretty much, they pretty much categorize you as that. And they, and, and you don't open up yourself for other things that could be a possibility where you can, you know, uh, make that decision. If you want that as part of your, uh, as part of your, uh, what, whatever you're doing. So I try not to put myself in a box for anyone because I want to make sure that I open up myself for different types of opportunity, which is what I experienced. Um, I can tell you that before, um, one, um, this, this project was, I never thought that it was going to be part of what I do, but it became a big part of what I do because I, nobody knows exactly that I am focused on one thing. So that's the only thing I would say. And it depends on your character and how you run your business. But because I'm in the marketing category, so it's pretty wide for people that they see so many different things about me that I'm able to bring in different uh, stream of income because of how I operate. So, you know, you got to look at it also to being very innovative and not just put yourself in one box. That's all I'm saying, because people will put you in a box. <laughs> Gotcha. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marie. Um, Abigail, I see you in the parlay. Uh, Abigail, are you able to, to speak right now as well? Yes, I am. Fantastic. Sorry, Abigail, you. welcome to the parlay. You know, Abigail, I, I really appreciate you being on. And I know um, you're, you're a college student making it happen. Um, and I, I kind of want to see what your, what, you know, how, what, what your take is on pursuing versus execution. Um, you know, um, Give, give, give an example or a few examples of, of uh, when you know when to stop pursuing something and really like put that, 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 that left foot out to start executing. Um, and it could be for school or anything. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I think just like 
you when you get so much resistance that you're not getting something out of it anymore i think that's when kind of things are trying to tell you like maybe this isn't for me maybe i i should stop kind of pursuing this but i think you also need to have some resilience too and then when you know it's right and it it kind of happens then why not execute it go for it so yeah yeah Sorry, no. i just i just joined so i'm a little late Oh yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, yeah, I see. I, I see. Thank, thank you, Abigail. I definitely appreciate you, Doug. I see you, man. What's going on, man? I see you. Looks like you're in the car doing your thing, man. Can Can you hear me? Okay. I think you're on mute. Oh, there you go. My volume's not working that good, so it's hard to hear you guys. Oh, okay, okay. Listen up. All right. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. All right. All right. So, so then, um, you know, just wanted to, um touch base and uh tony did, did you want to say anything about that as well also yeah there's a lot of things that are um inspiration that keep us going when times get tough and one of them six feet from gold right when you're digging and you're digging and then you quit digging you could literally one dig away from hitting gold striking gold but we quit so having the endurance and the like running a marathon you need to set a pace that's a long-term pace I always say you run out of time or money. That's how I know I'm done. I've either run out of time or run out of money. So that's my rule of thumb judgment. And then as far as, you know, having, you know, fishing poles in the line, looking for fish, you, you can have a ton of fishing poles in if they're like secured somewhere where you're not holding all of them. And then when one gets a tug, you deal with that one. When another gets a tug, you deal with that one. So I like having multiple streams of income, right? A lot of wealthy people talk about that. Um, but which ones are you pursuing and which ones are you putting time into? I tend to choose the people I work with. Um, we work on teams, right? So I look at a successful team and I try to join that team. And then I try to bring what I can to that team. And then the benefits come from the team's effort versus then my solo effort. So I'm always trying to surround myself with uh, people that are doing and that are successful, uh, such as this parlay. You guys bring a lot of great advice to people and that's why I keep coming back. Hey man, pre pre appreciate that, Tony, appreciate that. Um, and, you know, the thing that I, I want to ask the parlay is this, um, can this be taught? And when I say this, I mean this topic, pursuing versus execution. Um, can it be taught, you know, to somebody who, who doesn't know um, how to do this effectively? And if so, if it can be taught, hey, how can it be done? Marie, I see you. Go ahead, Marie. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, because what, uh, based on my experience, I think seeing other people and watching them, how they were able to, uh, execute certain things, uh, it, it takes, uh, it takes having a good system in place. And, and some people have a very, very good organized uh, process that you can learn from. And once you learn the process, yeah, you can definitely learn from other people. Um, the way I work is uh, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty creative that you know I see other people's ways but I have my own way but I you know I I believe in having people around you making sure that you know who where to delegate things when you have resources where it does they don't have to be employees but uh, if you have good relationship with people like for example I had a meeting today and I just asked a very good friend of mine to step in for me. And I didn't have to pay an employee to do that, but because I have a good relationship, I'm able to fill in that position. 
So you have to understand what is your organizational structure. If it's going to be a one-man show, then you need to figure out how to have all those resources around you that can fill in the spot for you. Because I am a one-man, I am a one-woman, you know, show here. But I have a lot of things happening, and I have a lot of resources, you know, that I I work with, and that's how I, it works for me. Yeah, no, that's that's great stuff. That's great stuff. Thank you, Maria, on that one. Um, and, and another question I have for the parlay, you know, I'm throwing a bunch of questions in here because hey, I, I want to know, I want to know, inquiring mind. Um, the question I have is this: Can if you're if you get to the point to where you start executing and you failed, was it all for not? You know, is is it a point of like where you're like, okay, I pursued it. I executed and I failed. Like, is, is it all for not in that case there? Do you go back and do you start pursuing again a different route and then you you execute and then and you go back and you go back? When when do you, the back and forth, when do you like pull the trigger and then, ah, nah, I'm, I'm good. You know, oh, I see a lot of people raising their hand on this one here. Andrew, I see you. Go ahead, Andrew. Take it away. All right, all right. All right. I want to answer this one with a quote from our man, uh, Thomas Edison. There we go. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all know where I'm going with this one, but my man said, I did not fail at making a light bulb. I just learned 200 different ways how not to. <laughs> so to answer that question, I feel like where, okay, so where do you essentially call it quits when endeavoring is something? Right. You, you, of course, always want to know when you personally feel like enough is enough. But at the same time, I believe Abigail said it very well. You need that resilience to be able to face failure out of eye and still persist and keep moving forward no matter how trying the circumstances may be. Because that's where getting over those hurdles making it through those challenges and those trying times, especially when you feel like you failed. I, I came up with one earlier this year, you know, like I just said, when I quit State Farm and worked with the other company and ended up leaving them a management position that, you know, I'm only 24 years old, but I was managing, you know, yeah. old folks making pretty good monies. But at that point, I wanted to see if I can be successful in endeavoring and running my own business practices. And that's what we tried. And I knew that there was a possibility of things not going in my favor. Right. And we gave it a go at the beginning of this year. Things were going well for a, a small period of time. And then they quickly went south on me yeah. very quickly. And at that point, I had to really ask myself, okay, do you go back? Do you get another job or do you, you know, what do you do? Especially as you know, D, I just had my first kid. I know. So I have, appreciate that. So I have dependence depending on me to, to be successful right. for their well-being. Yeah. And at that point, this is the, this is the concept or the, um, the phrase that I coined for myself. I do not take losses, you know, because I felt like I took a tremendous L. But at that point, I said, you know what? There is no L's in life. There is no true losses. 
there is only what I like to call LEs. So I did not take a L, I took a LE. And the LE stands for learning experience. Ooh, drop it on the parlay. Drop it on the parlay. Come on, D. So I every like failure or every loss that we may take, I like to alter that just a little bit. We, did, we don't take losses no more. We take LEs. We take learning experiences. Wow. And that's going to help catapult us to success. This is what it's all about. This is why I love the parlay, because I always hear things that people drop on the parlay and somebody is going to hear this, especially when we start posting, um, you know, segments of the parlay on social media and people listen. Like, wow. L.E. You know, thank you, Andrew. You flipped that. I appreciate you. Uh, Tony Bodie, I see you. Go ahead, Tony. Take it away. Yeah, it's funny. I knew this would be a, a, a hot button for people, but. I always say, if I'm not having fun right now, you know, our last speaker just shared that there's a dependence and there's there's things that you need to be responsible for. So, you know, that's that's one perspective. But for me, I've gotten myself in 53 years of life to be able to make choices based on pleasure versus having to do something. So I use that rule of thumb that my vet told me. I said, how do I know when I need to put my animal down? And he says, when it stops being your pet, I'm like, what you mean by that? And he says, when it stops being a cat or a dog and it becomes a medical nightmare, it's no longer jumping up on the couch. It's no longer purring. It's no longer wagging its tail. You're not taking it for a walk. It's no longer a pet. Now it's a responsibility. So for me, I use that analogy in life when it's no longer what it originally was supposed to be fun. I no longer do it. And so that's kind of my rule of thumb in life. I find when I'm happy doing something, I tend to be very successful because I'm passionate. I've never worked a day in my life if I enjoy what I do. But if I hate what I do, it's the most grueling work I've ever done in my life. Yeah. So it's just mind trip, right? You got to get yourself to believe no matter what you're doing. And I heard a story from a really good friend of mine and uh, he had to go take a job and he had to dig rocks, right? He had to chop rocks and cut rocks and, and shovel rocks. And, uh, you know, his friend told him, well, why don't you do the best rock cutting and shoveling that you could possibly do and see what happens. And so he did it. And guess what he got? He got big muscles and he didn't have to worry about shaving or cutting his hair. So his hair grew out and his beard grew out. And uh, Anthony Kiedis from the Chili Peppers saw him and said, hey, why don't you be my bodyguard? Right. Because he got all big. And from there, somebody said, hey, why don't you come be in my TV show? And he ended up starring in True Blood. And from there. This lady met him and said, why don't you be my husband? And she's one of the most beautiful, successful actresses on the planet, right? Had he not shoveled those rocks, he wouldn't have got that physique or grew out his hair, got the gig that got the gig that got the gig. Wow. So whatever you do, if it's mopping or if it's cooking or if it's, you know, you know, investing in something, be the best that you can be. And failure is falling forward. Failure is falling forward. Face everything and recover or F everything and run. I choose the first. I like it, man, Tony. Man, this is a hot parlay. People are dropping word. Woo. Marie, I see you. I see you. Go ahead, Marie. Yeah, I have a very good uh, example for that because, you know, I, uh, I started this uh, reality TV show in 2015. 
And uh, I was, you know, I'm very passionate about this pilot that we created because I know it's going to make a difference in, in the industry that uh, I'm, you know, uh, that I'm in. So, um, so I did a, uh, a big premiere and um, I had about 150 people in there, network distributors. And then uh, I uh, didn't get um, anybody to buy my pilot, but I got introduced to a, uh, a TV network from One America Network, okay? A TV, TV talk show host. So what he did is he uh, opened up a door for me to where I, he taught me how to do TV talk show. So now I've got 48 episodes of uh, the TV show uh, of this, uh, you know, um, concept that I have. And then I created another TV show and another TV show. And now I'm pitching uh, the pilot, the original pilot to NBC. And so up to now, I have not stopped, you know, pitching the show, even though somebody said, no, we don't want that. You know, uh, there was a big uh, Universal Studios said, no, we don't want that. But you know what? It didn't stop me from pursuing what I want. And I kept moving on and it opened up more doors for me. Uh, and then now I'm an official uh, distributor for NBC because of what I was doing. <laughs> so imagine all the uh, the effect of you know pursuing and not quitting on anything. Right. That's that's what you're talking about. It's yep. failure yep. to me is actually a great thing because it opens up new doors for me. <laughs> right. That's big. Thank you, Marie. I appreciate you on that too as well. And you know I I've mentioned this in in, in past parlays. Um, but there, there's this YouTube video called Chasing Failure. I love that because we saw that at my, my day job and it just changed the game. Like you have to fail in order to succeed. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's just, I see my, my, my buddy Jose on here, Jose Hernandez. Jose, I know that you failed in life and to be where you're at so so you don't man, want to get me started man i do want to get you started go yeah, ahead man I, I preach this to my students every day about learning experiences and stuff like that but uh before i before i go in further i just because i know i came in late i just got out of practice so what is the topic you good man topic, I heard, topic I, heard will... andrew, I heard andrew and andrew just took the words out of my mouth yeah so well i don't well, lose the, i learn the topic is pursuing versus execution but, but we're on this mode here of, you know, basically, when do you know to stop pursuing and when to execute on something? But my, my whole go-to was when you're executing and you fail, you know, do, do you go back to pursuing and then you go back to execution again and then you go back? Or when, when do you know? But, you know, we're focusing on, on failing here. So, you know. What is the cut if it doesn't bleed? Ah, uh, I like, ooh, okay. Okay, go ahead and dig deep. Go ahead. What is the cut of it doesn't bleed, right? Um, every scar has a story. And if I didn't, if I didn't fail, if I didn't fall, how would I get up? How would I, how would it, how would it test my resiliency? How would I know how resilient I am? So a person is not measured by the times, many times you fail, he's measured, he's measured by the times you've gotten up and moved forward. And that builds character. You know, and I take every experience from every person that, that I've experienced with as a learning experience, whether good or bad. And that's kind of how I live my life. And um, if, if we talked about my many failures is, uh, shoot, I've been told I couldn't do a lot of things. And if, if that was the case, I would have never gotten a college scholarship. I would never, I would have never been in one of the first person in my family to graduate from college. 
you know, many things. I've been told no many times. I've had doors shut on my face many times, but it's a matter of pursuing your happiness and what makes you happy. So if I wasn't in pursuit of that happiness, then yeah, I'd, I'd probably have settled for something that I don't like, that I'm not happy with. And I love my life and I get to do whatever I want. I get summers off, you know, and it just goes to show that, you know, failure is, 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 is not, it's a part of life. And yeah. once you understand that and start taking those experiences as learning experiences, then you start to, to progress as a person yeah. and as an individual. So for me, it's all about progressing as, as a person and yeah. not more so as, as, as living. You know, I want to continue to progress with every, every day, every experience. I teach every day as, as an opportunity. That's my model with my kids. I teach every day as an opportunity. So when they ask me how you're doing, I'm alive. And they ask me why you're why you alive. Well, because every day I'm alive, it's an opportunity for me to be great. So I, so I believe. Like that. I believe, yeah, I believe that I was born to be great. And every day I'm alive is an opportunity. And every, every day is an opportunity to be great. Yeah. I like that. Hey, man, I appreciate you, Jose. And Jose and I, we go way back. Um, he, gra he, he graduated Cal State Fullerton with me. Um, so we were grinding back then. And um, one thing I want to say is that, you know, um, a lot of the, the jobs that I've, I've had after I graduated out of college, you normally have to have your degree in order to get those specific jobs. And a lot of times individuals ask, well, why do you need a degree in order to get apply for that position. They ask that all the time. And, and the reason being is that companies want to see that you're able to start the race and finish the race. The degree is not about, oh, okay, um, I'm going to the dentist today because I want my smile to be clean. And, and you, know, you, you know what's funny? Yeah. Funny you mentioned that. You know what, what's funny about people today? It's, it's, they don't want to go through that part, part of life. They don't want to earn their keys. They want to get to that position right away. Right. And, and the problem is life doesn't work that way. You have to show your value and you have to work the ranks and work your way up to the top. And today's society is, I, will, I, will, I deserve this much money I, because this is, what I, this, is, this is what I went to school for. Whereas it's what do I need to do to get to that position? How hard do I need to work now to get to that position? And people don't want to put that work to get to that position. And right. then that's where, where most people fail. Yep, exactly. Yeah, you, now, you have to go, go through it. Go ahead. Yeah, it's interesting because I was talking to a, um, a commercial real estate educator. And he said that, you know, he's been looking for someone. And uh, all these young kids that he's he tried to bring in to mentor uh, are always very excited, but never that they don't want to put in the work. That's why he couldn't even start the whole project because they won't do it. So until until he finds me and he said, Marie, I finally found a partner that is perfect to because I'm a hardworking person and I see the value. So, but but that's what that's what he said, and I'm surprised that that's what uh, Jose was saying. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, this is this is the parlay. Hey, Robert, I see you, man. Go ahead, my brother. Hey. Um, I think, um, like me and my businesses, right? Like originally I was, you know, I got into, I coach kids, I give back, I got an outreach thing, I run businesses and stuff, but I will say that 
um, living your passion is so important regardless of the subject matter because I know people who are making money but they're not enjoying life because all they're doing is making money. Yep. I was kind of in that boat previous in my career where it was just about making money and whatnot. But as I got older, I started pursuing things and executing things that were passions to me. So like Tony had mentioned, you know, you never work a day in your life if you are enjoying what you're passionate about. And I feel that you know, like Jose was saying about, you know, being the best you could be. And we're all trying to, we're all wired different. But at the end of the day, I think the key thing is put yourself in the mentality of a legacy. What is going to be your legacy? I teach my son at 15 years old. You're, I tell him two things. You're going to write my biography and you're going to think of your life in regards to a legacy. When you put those things on your back, it's very hard to be bet below average. It's very hard to see okay with not putting in the work that we know some people aren't willing to do that we just referred to. When you put those extra things on your back, you know it's, it's nowhere but hard, smart, strategic, humble effort you got to put in to be great. And then you can study the greats ahead of you. That's what I loved about some things about Tupac and some of these certain people. They studied the greats. You got to study the prolific individuals. You got to be a believer of God and you got to study it. That's when you go to that extra level. But yeah. for the people that just barely want to hang on and barely trying, you know, that's them. I'm not referring to what their faith is, but I'm just saying when it regards to putting yourself with a high level of expectation for yourself, you got to have the passion and you can't make excuses. Right. You can't make it. I love it. I, I, I love that, Robert. Yeah, I love that. And, and the thing is, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go ahead, Robert. What were you saying? Just saying they got a term, you know, you leave it all on the table where, where, where you walk away and you say, you know, did you give your 100% all? And if you know you gave all your effort to be the best you could be, you put the effort in, that's all you can agree for. You know, that's all is that only when it's a, a regretful thing is when you look back and you say, man, I didn't even apply myself. Right. And then that's when it's really hard, but it's like, if you left it all on the table, yeah. did it, you thought it through whatever results you came with, you executed or whatnot. Yeah. We, we're still going to cheer for you as a society. Yeah. We just want to see you flow through, you yeah. know? So. I like that, man. This a hey, positivity. Abigail, I see you. Take it away. Yeah. To go off of what Robert was saying, that those high expectations, there was two really good things that stuck with me. And it was just someone said, you know, imagine your life as a documentary being filmed. Like, are you really going to be chasing your dreams? Like, like how you're, if it was being filmed every day, are you really going to go for it? Or are you just going to sit, sit around and do your everyday routine? And then another thing was imagine who you want to be. I, I guess this is more so for like my aspiring career, but then what would she be doing right now? Like, would she be applying herself as much as she wanted to be or just kind of picturing that in your head and then you you really can't help but go for what you want then right. at that point. Yeah, no, that's great stuff. And, and, and I appreciate you, Abigail, there as well. One thing I want to say that I've learned throughout my life, my four years on this earth is this, is that time stops and waits for no one. 
So I look back to when I was 21 years old and I was like, man, I'm 21 years old right now. You know, and, and Jose, that was back when we were, I mean, we were in college back in our 20s, but um, I just think about those days. And I think about if I, if I didn't apply myself the way I did, where would I be now? You know, would I have been successful with doing events in the entertainment industry as far as networking and meeting everybody that I've met that are majority that are on this parlay and at school and so forth? Would I have the networking skills if I didn't take the time to better myself? And, and you know, um, Abigail, I know, you know, you're in college right now and you know, you're, you're around the age of what I just indicated, but it's to the point to where, you know, this is why this parlay is done weekly and why these topics are brought about because these topics are, are, are blessing everyone who's on the parlay. And once we start putting this out on social, as far as snippets and so forth from there, it's going to bless thousands and thousands of people who listen to this as well. I mean, whatever, whenever someone speaks, whatever you say is going to get out there to the masters. So, you know, just, just think about that. And always think about that. Um, you know, time continues to go on regardless. And we have to make sure that we make the best of our time. I think there's a saying, and somebody can help me listen to parlay, but we all have 24 hours in a day. And what you do with that 24 hours is really up to you. So, um, Others can, can, can speak on that, but, but anyone else have anything to say about that 24 hours? Um, I know Robert's shaking his head. I see you, Robert. Um, but but what, 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 what does that saying go? You know, you, you, you know, we all have 24 hours. And it, the, for those that want to be a doctor, they take that time and they study and they break it up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Robert, you have anything you want to say on that? Oh, no, no, I, I'm good. I'm good. No, I, oh, it's, okay. it's funny because I just was, you, I used that phrase the other day with my son yeah. and I like, you know, because I'm, I'm big on time management and I'm big on like really pointing out the fact that we all got the same 24 hours. What you do with yours is what, what you do with yours is, is totally different than what the next person do with theirs. Right. Really value the art of one hour. And I, and we talk about one basic hour. I mean, think about it when they say, you know, one hour at the gym. If you work out one hour a day, you're in perfect shape in a year's time. Yep. One hour studying your vocabulary, you were like, I need to be smarter. You did it one hour a day. You're going to be a, you're going to speak really articulate. Whatever you want to do, if you met, if you love the, the, the 24 hours of in a day and you maximize it, you can be great. So I, I just hear those things and I'm just like, there's really no excuse unless there's challenges in the life, health issues. I get it. We, you know, but yeah. if you're young, healthy, and, and, and full of life, don't burn your your time. That's why I just these video games. I kind of, you know, I got a 15 year old, so I got to manage it because hours get eaten up, and I'm like, man, oh, yeah. hours. I you, you could, you know, just so much we could achieve with those, but you got to let them be social too. So you know, it's yeah. Just, I, I, I like that, Robert. Thank you for that, man. That that one hour is huge. Like, like, like think of it as being like a pie. Right. And, you know, you have seven days to eat this entire pie. How are you going to eat it? You know, are you going to eat half the pie in one day? 
and, and be hurt for two days and then try to jump into the, I, I laugh because I see those, those individuals that have those, uh, those hot dog competitions where they're stuffing all, <laughs> sorry about that. I'm giving effects right now, but I don't know how they do it, but they, they eat like 200 hot dogs in a matter of like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. How do they do that? You know, but I appreciate you on that one. Um, Donna, I see you raising your hand. Go ahead, Donna. My thing is time is our most valuable asset. We can get more money, but we can never make get more time. So use it wisely. Yep, that's it, Donna. I appreciate you on that as well. Andrew, I see you raising your hand. Go ahead, brother. Take it away. Pretty much uh, Donna took the word. It's right out of my mouth during the morning saying that I'll... Uh, I like to add to that is, you know, when we're talking about what really brings value to one's life and those 24 hours that everybody has throughout the day, you know, not just time, but I also feel that the most valuable thing that we hold as individuals is our energy. And I share this with, you know, my contemporaries, my siblings, my close friends and families. You know, when you really endeavor into something, be mindful of how you spend your energy. You know, what are the things that you're really giving yourself to? And that it really goes hand to hand as to how, how are you spending your time? And Hey, Andrew, I think I'm losing you a little bit. I think I'm losing you. Want to be successful. I would look at that. Can you hear me any better now? Yeah, it sounds a little better. Yeah, I, I was losing you. Okay. So, uh, and, and to continue on where I left there, you know, as Robert said, when you spending that time or you trying to figure out success, you know, look at those that are being prolific and how are they using their 24 hours throughout the day and, you know, modeling yourself after that. They are not wasting time on frivolous things. You know, they're using their time and, and spending it wisely and understanding the value of it. As Donna said, you always make more money, but you cannot make more time. Yeah. That's the one, you know, that's what difference you never, you, you could check your bank account and see how much money you got, but you never know how much time you got. Yeah, yeah. So always yeah. use it wisely. And, and, and that's huge. I, I, I want to say too, there was, um, there was a, a manager that um, I know that, you know, he passed away recently and um, you know, it's to the point to where, you know, you could be completely healthy, you know, one day and, and, and all of a sudden something can dramatically happen instantly and take your life. Um, so, you know, we gotta, we gotta plan, plan, plan your work and work your plan. Um, and, um, you know, Veronica, I see you right here as well. Um, Veronica, did you want to say anything as well on the, uh, voice of, uh, the parlay tonight? I'm not sure if you're available to speak or, or not. Um, about about this topic, okay. Gotcha, don't know. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, so so time is so it's so important, so important. You know, we got we got to plan it. And uh, Marie, I see you. Go ahead, Marie. Take it away. Yeah. Um, speaking of time, you know, I we always talk about time management, and that's really important for a lot of business professionals that they really need to understand how they manage their time. Um, I would I would say though that. Um, if you really know your purpose and why you exist, sometimes time 
does not matter if you have very, very good self-gratification from what you're doing and you ended up really doing more. I mean, sometimes I find myself working until 9.30, 10 o'clock because I enjoy what I do. So it's, it's a matter of how you feel about what you're doing and time doesn't even matter anymore when you feel good about yourself and what you're doing. Um, I would really focus on really understanding your vision. I think for, for, especially for the young people, if you have a very vivid imagination of who you're gonna be in the future, you really have to picture yourself very well and, and what is the impact of that existence to other people. When you really understand, imagine yourself if you are old and sitting on a rocking chair, what would the stories you would be telling your kids or your grandkids or the other people that you're sitting with? Those are the things that you need to really understand what your purpose is in life. So when you know what that is and you have a very good imagination of who you are, then everything else falls accordingly. Even time management, networking, relationship, everything is gonna fall right into it with no problem at all. I love it, I love it. Thank you, Marie. Man, we are at the hour. Amazing, amazing parlay. Um, I know my um, business partner, Ricardo Garcia, he, he's out of town right now, he wasn't on it. Uh, v Ingerman is on here as well. Um, love you, V. Uh, v, do you want to say anything um, in closing here on the actual parlay? Um, this was absolutely amazing, but go ahead and take it away, uh, V. Hey, yes, I agree. It was an amazing, amazing night. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We truly enjoyed it and appreciate you immensely. Be sure to follow us on social. Join our mailing list if you haven't done so already and continue to share the gift of parlay. Until next week, stay safe and good night. Hashtag parlay all day. Everyone, Bye. parlay all day. Have, 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 have a blessed one, everyone. We'll see you next week on uh, Tuesday. Stay safe and uh, love you guys. All right.